This is Jer Lanska with Anointed Nachos. We are diving in to learn more about the fruit of the Spirit and how to see it develop and grow, produce in our life. And we're starting with love. I have a question for you. How is your love relationship with Jesus? Mark chapter 12, verse 30 says, And you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. You know, more Christians are comfortable expressing their love for each other more than they are expressing their love for God. Would you be okay having a face-to-face -face conversation with him, or is he just an acquaintance? Could you come like the woman with an alabaster box who poured perfume and anointed Jesus' feet with everything she had, or like a leper who came back to worship Jesus? There were ten lepers, and Jesus healed them all, but only one came back to worship him. So you can't just express your love through good works. We must know who Jesus is. So what is your relationship with Jesus? You know, we, we need to spend time with him. You know, there's no better way to get to know someone than just spending time with him. And you might be like, how do I spend time with the Lord? How do I spend time with Jesus? Through his word, reading scriptures, you know, going to church, plugging in, praying. Praying is basically communication with God. I like simplifying things and not making them super complicated. We want things to be easy in our lives. And following God and doing the things he wants us to do is easy. And it's not a hardship. It's not a burden. <laughs> it's easy. Jesus says that his burden for us is light. Like It's exciting to have a walk following Christ and getting to know him. But when we spend time with him, you know, the word of God shows his character, shows his nature. It is his words. And the more we study it, the more we're spending time with him and getting to know him. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 through 23 says, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. And on judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. I never knew you. God says, wow, you must allow God to know your heart by yielding to the Holy Spirit daily. And we do that by being in his presence, by surrendering ourselves to him and his will. That means when we hear something in the word of what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to tweak our lives, we make those fine-tuned adjustments and correct ourselves and line up our thoughts to be more like his thoughts, to be his ways. 
So in these verses in Matthew chapter 7, this is talking about people who, they, they can spend their lives even going to churches and not really know Christ. I've ran into a lot of people who, you know, do good things, really good people. They're loving. They do good things in life, even humanitarian things, feeding the hungry, you know, doing good things for for their job even. And sometimes they believe that they're doing it for God. But God doesn't want us to just do things for him. All those things are good. All those things to help people and bless people. I mean, that is the heart of God, to bless people, for people to come to know him. And when we do those things, we are being the hands and feet of Jesus. However, we need to know Christ. You know, Romans talks about how when we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, that's how we're saved. We have to come to know him. We have to bow our knee and accept him as our Lord and Savior and not just do works for him. We want to get to heaven and him to say, come on in and enter into the joy of the Lord, not depart from me, I never knew you. So we want to spend time with him. We want to get to know him and love him and not just love to do things for him. Here's a reason that we need to show love and receive love, his love in our lives. One of the biggest reasons is because there's no fear in love. When we come to a place of no fear, we're reaching the maturity of love. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it mentions, such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. So love casts out all fear. There's things in our life, maybe we're not even aware that we're afraid of something, but fear is what holds us back. It really does. It holds us back from receiving more, jumping in. I mean, if you think about Peter was on a boat and saw Jesus out on the water, Peter's the one that was brave and took a step out on the water to walk towards Jesus. At that moment, he had faith. He had his eyes on Jesus. And as he was walking out towards Jesus on the water, it's when he took his eyes off the Lord and saw how big the waves were and his circumstances around him, that's when he started fearing. And the fear is what led him to um, take his eyes off Jesus and living in faith, and he started sinking. However, Jesus was right there and helped pull him back up out of the water. But amazing, amazing testimony for Peter that he was someone who walked on the water because he had his eyes on Jesus, living without fear. You see, when we have more of Jesus in us, it's his love that is showing through us, for God is love. Fear is one of the devil's frequent tricks to get us to back off. It really is. John 8, 44 talks about how the father of lies is the devil. And as some people say, an acronym for fear, F-E-A-R, can be false evidence appearing real. 
So the devil uses fear to make us believe something that is not even true. Fearing of something that might happen in the future when we know that God is with us. And what harm can come to us when we keep our eyes on Jesus? I mean, sure, there's going to be troubles in life, but we shouldn't have fear to back down and stop us from doing the things that God puts in our hearts. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So it is not God who gives us the spirit of fear. Fear comes from our enemy, the devil. Let's just be blunt and straight to the point. Fear is not from God. It is not put there by God. God wants us to live in faith. Everything in the spirit realm that is of God works through love. Everything we do, walking in faith and chasing after the things of God, we're walking in love. So don't live in fear, which would block you from chasing after God and the things of God. Fear is a dream thief. And we do have dreams given to us by God, and we don't want those dreams stolen. Another reason we need love in our lives, because love empowers us to conquer all things. Romans chapter 8, verse 31 says, What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? If you go through trials thinking you're alone, you need to develop your love relationship with your father. Many people are not happy and confident in their relationship with God because they're out of his will. And they know it. They know that maybe something's not right. They're doing something they shouldn't be. And they're, they're not having this confidence that they can come before God. However, let me add that Christ wants us to come to him no matter where we've been, no matter what we've done. We can come straight back to him in his arms, in his presence, and ask for forgiveness from anything. And he's right there, full of love to forgive us, to pull us back in, to put us on the right path, and we can continue doing the things that he called us to do. So never think that you've gone too far to not come back to God and get right back where he wants you in his loving arms. As your love develops with God, you'll see progress in your life and you'll be able to say in all areas of life that you're conquering it. You're on top of it because God is with you. You'll understand how much he loves you, and wants you to succeed and wants you to prosper, wants you to accomplish the things that he sets before you. Romans 8 verse 37 says, No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. So we have victory when we have the love of Christ in us, when we understand how much he loves us, it empowers us. And it shakes off all fear out of our lives, fear of the past, fear of the future, fear of people, any type of fear that we're facing. We need to get rid of fear. Well, that wraps up part one of love, the fruit of the spirit. I have a few action items for you to consider. 
and I highly encourage you to do action items as I put them on my podcasts because they're there to bless you. They're there to help guide you into getting God in your life and hearing God's voice and following him, just being on the right track. And they're easy things to do. So action number one, do a love check. Contemplate how much you love God. Do you really know him or are you just doing things for him? Spend some time thinking about that, how much you really enjoy just learning about him and learning about his character and spending time and being in thanksgiving and praise towards him and the things that he's done for you. Action number two, spend time with God. How do I spend time with God? Well, you read the word. You stay in the word, stay in the scriptures. There's no better way, like I said earlier, to get to know someone than just spend time with them. When you're spending time with someone, you're really getting to see their character qualities and their, the way they think and the way they act. And God has everything about himself, his character and nature and what his will is, what he wants to do through us in his word. So when we study the word, we'll understand what we need to about, about God. It's important that we get the word in each and every day. And action number three is pray. Pray and ask the Lord to reveal more of his love to you and for you to comprehend how deep that love is for you. And here's just an example prayer. Lord God, help me understand how great your love is for me. I want to experience more of your love in my life. I need more love and joy and peace in my life right now. Let me understand how much that you love and care for me and what your plan is for me. Amen. I want to encourage you to check out anointednaturals.com to download Bible reading plans and other materials that I'll create on a regular basis and post for you there. It's important that we get the word in each and every day. So until next time, bless you and thank you for listening to my Anointed Nachos podcast. Anointed Nachos Stuck in all the